Hi everybody, this is Josh. I'm Andrew. And this is the Mayfair Theatre Podcast. We have a couple of special guests tonight from our beloved absent friend Shadowcast. I will let them introduce themselves. Hey y'all, I'm Sam. I play Dr. Frankenfurter in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I'm Cassia. I play Janet in also the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, both in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I play Janet in Jaws. Jaws Shadowcast. Shadowcast, one word or two words? Oh, good In the question. dictionary, because I've seen it both. I think we stick with one, although if you're feeling fancy, it could be two. I wonder, like... I always thought it was two. Yeah. Ah, interesting. In, in dictionary land, is there a, It's like a... I don't think it's made it to dictionary land yet. No, it should, no, though. It should. If VJ got in there once upon a time, or... Shadow I'll send cast. Oxford a strongly worded letter. <laughs> yeah. You just got a truthiness. Truthiness, yeah. Truthiness. That's in there, I think. Ooh. <laughs> Shadowcast. Yeah, I, I'm sure somebody really smart with the English languages could say that two words mean something and one word means something. It means something else. We're going to have to further research <laughs> yeah. this topic. Somebody smart, email in, let us know. <laughs> Please. So, I can't believe a year has passed again, but the best news is all hail our Disney overlords. Yes. So far. <laughs> so far, so good. Knock on wood. Nope. Yeah. No good news or bad news or any news from what I understand. Nope. Which is just how we like it. In Rocky circles, on the Rocky message boards, on the Rocky... Yes. Has this been a thing? Have you been chatting I, with actually, Out of Town? I'm, I sent... Because I was terrified of oh, this yeah. happening, of course. And I sent the official fan group a message asking about this because throughout all my researches I could not find anything about this. And they got back to me saying that they weren't worried about this. And they run a little... The guys who partake in, in this, I guess, run a little theater somewhere in uh, the U.S. And they hadn't considered it or hadn't... Yeah. They hadn't really worried about it at all. So I guess we're just going to have to uh, take it as it comes. Hopefully they just... They're not thinking about it. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird because it happened just recently. We have a local theater troupe called A Company of Fools. And they've had some really successful fundraisers. They did Sound of Music, which is also Fox by happenstance. Mm -hmm. And they did Grease, and they're doing Ghostbusters coming up for Halloween. But they do a really good job of spreading the word, and they pack the house and make a lot of money for their local theater troupe. But they said their choice for Halloween would have been Nightmare Before Christmas. Which is... And then Lee had to explain to them about the Disney vault. Mm. And, you know, normal humans don't know anything about this. No. But it's just so... But I think that's a bit of a different story. I, the Nightmare Before Christmas being one of their actual... Original movies. Yes. Yeah. Because, of course, they of, the, with their own movies and their own babies, if you will, they do lock them up pretty fast. Although, for what is it, the Fox movies, I think we still... Hopefully it's a different them. story. Maybe they have a certain clause in... in their, well, yeah, I don't know maybe. if the deal itself has passed yet. I know it was being I reviewed. think it did. It I think did. it did recently. Okay, yeah. cool. In that case... Maybe there's a clause somewhere, or maybe Disney's just taking their sweet time, which I'm totally okay with. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. am I. <laughs> but yeah, we were, it was that and Die Hard that we were both waiting yeah. to hear oh, about. Oh, no, not Die Hard. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and, and it's so frustrating, because I always explain to people how strange it is that every once in a while a movie will be stuck on a shelf for a little while, mm -hmm. and it's always these weird red tape reasons, like back when the horrible Justice League Man of Steel movies were out, we wanted to play Superman. Their mindset is they, they want it focused on their current project, I guess. But mine is always, it's just more publicity for you. If publicity. they would have let us play, this is a couple of years back, but let us play Tron when Tron 2 came out. 
There's some logic to that, but they just don't. I think we're all quite aware that Disney doesn't follow logic. Yeah. No. No, And and everybody else, we've played, even in recent memory, we've played Batman and Superman from Warner Brothers. We've played, you know, in the past years, Hitchcock films and James Bond movies. So every other distributor lets us play with the old toys, except for Disney. Mm -hmm. Strange. But uh, yeah, so for now, for the time being, we are still the cornerstone of Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror in Canada, anyways. And Absolutely. So what's new with you guys? I know there's been a couple of cast there's a sh- shakeups lately. Uh, shakeups, well, we've got our... Um, new Magenta. Yeah, our yeah, Magenta. That's the newest edition. It is. Our good old Magenta after five, yeah, six years? Yeah, I think it was five years. Uh, retired to Vancouver. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> and we've got a brand new Magenta who's done a swell show this will be her first halloween her first show was last month uh so i'm very excited to see all of it so now you're like you did it once now you get to do it seven times seven times (laughs) back to back baby it's gonna be great yeah but other than that i don't think we've had too many no not switch ups last halloween yeah i guess that's true yeah it generally happens that i think we end up with new cast members right before halloween so there's a it lot does. of people in our cast. If you talk to them, they say, oh, yeah, okay, so I had my one show in September, and then I had my seven shows for Halloween. Yeah. But uh, Well, you was... just had an anniversary with our show. Yeah, last month was my six-year anniversary, and oh, it was yeah. the same story for me. So September, I started, and then I had October to do Halloween. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Always a little intimidating. But... I, I love the Halloween schedule because for a week, you guys are like a Broadway troupe. Oh, yeah. it's like yeah. it's like that's how many because isn't Broadway they take what is it is it's like a it's like a seven or eight day week I it think. is or no sorry seven or eight show week because there's like matinees or something absolutely and they double up but I'll, I think I mean if we're looking at it in those terms we're doing seven shows in three days I think we've upped Broadway up yeah a little <laughs> take a that little. Broadway absolutely <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun though are are you guys excited for it yeah I'm working yeah. it and it's funny because I was chatting with a friend at. Dr. Calgary. We were just chatting about upcoming Halloween stuff. And I said, yeah, so I'm working Halloween again. And I wasn't trying to make a joke. And she laughed at me because she said I kind of drifted off. (laughs) Like, yeah, working Halloween again. And just kind of like looked off on the horizon for like a second. And then was like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Darn. Well, I guess uh, doing the time warp till you go insane, right? And I'm only working the one night of three of three consecutive shows yeah. but I'm on like Halloween which is the you know when the, the big one the, yeah we've, we've never had we've never had a giant disaster we've never had you know we never had it's to call the that, cops or anything well there was that time the theater caught on fire. oh yeah there was that <laughs> yeah it was a little fire well, al- almost right it was almost, like yeah. Yeah. it was a close call it was a lot it of smoke smoking yeah. yeah and I remember being terrified because I entered the theater after taking my I got one break during the show yeah and I'm coming in at the end of my break and all of the lights are on and everyone's standing up. It's like, what okay, happened? what did I miss? I don't know. I think we've had a couple vomits and a couple of... A couple, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Are you guys excited for the cleanup? Yeah. Oh, it's so much better that we have professional cleaners now. We don't have to do... We only have to as do like much. half of it or something? We kind of do as much as we can as we go. Yeah. And then those poor bastards come in at, Damn. you know, six in the morning. But was it last year? How long have we had cleaners for? Has it been a year? It's only been about a year, I think. I think about a year, because last yeah. year you guys had the cleaners. Yeah, yeah so, so I guess it was two just years over ago. Year, yeah. And it's just, it's insane. Like, because it it, <laughs> you do what you can in between show one and two, 
and you're just picking up full rolls of toilet paper and cards. And but there isn't much time between the shows no. either, because as soon as one audience lets out, there's another one that comes yeah. right on in. Yeah. And it's just Can't like, holy... And it's like some post-apocalyptic wasteland, and we're just with, like, <laughs> big brooms pushing the garbage somewhere. We'll just leave it this year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, uh, when I used to come and see this as a teenager at the Mayfair, before any shadow casts uh, were performing, what they would do is, between shows, they would just kind of bring all of the debris up to the front of the screen that they didn't have a stage at the time. So I would always attend the midnight show after a couple shows had already passed, and you could just see this mound of, at the time, rice and toilet paper oh, and yeah. toast. It was like almost halfway up to the screen, and it just looked... It smelled great, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It, was <laughs> it smelled like breakfast. Oh, yeah. totally. <laughs> I almost want to incorporate that. Start building the garbage into our aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean... We fit in well with the garbage. <laughs> and a lot of it's easy to pick up, like the toilet paper oh, yeah. or cards, but it's the toast or if there's... That crumbles up, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it, like, there's some there's some water gun play sometimes. There is. So that might hit certain things. But sometimes it's like perfectly good props that I think sometimes... I recycle something. Yeah, you can be savvy enough to like grab toilet paper rolls oh, and yeah. cards and put them back into gift bags or whatever. Well, maybe not the gift bags because those we already finish up but I mean it's a few more rolls of toilet paper for the cast to throw out into the audience yeah. so it's a lot of fun I'm fascinated by because when you think of a cult movie or a midnight movie often it's you know teenagers coming mm-hmm. but because Rocky Horror is 40 plus years old it's this mix of senior citizens who saw it when they were 25 and 14 year olds because despite what we've gotten trouble for a couple times <laughs> it's not restricted it's no. rated 14 in Canada so a 14-year-old is totally allowed to come. Of course. So it's this really fun mix. Fun mix. of Fun um, mix. Yeah. And it's really interesting because no matter their age, their reaction is always the same. Yeah. Which is a bunch of laughs and a few smirks. And it's always a lot of fun to see this kind of mix. And of course, they're all wearing the same underwear and costumes. <laughs> and it's just... And the weather's not so bad... I thought we were into fall, but then today was summer yeah, again. Yeah. So, yeah. what's well, happened a few times where we've done Rocky on Halloween as it's snowing oh, outside yeah. and we're in our leather underwear? And I almost prefer when it's cold though, because you you know stick your head out the door, get a nice like yeah. breath yeah. of uh, cool air. Yeah. Well, I guess we're gonna find out. A few years ago, I remember it being winter. It was like snow oh, yeah. outside, and there's all these people in in their fishnet stockings and laundry outside, and I felt parental where I was like. You can wear coats while you're outside, you know, before you come in. They're hardcore, really, getting into it. The lineup is always impressive. Yes. That's always something that the butterflies start fluttering in my stomach whenever I see this lineup for the the show. It's crazy. And, like, that's the term blockbuster, when there's a line around a block. Yes, and And that's that's exactly what happens. And if you're familiar with us, you know, it goes around past Sunnyside, past down there, past Shoppers Drug Mart. I didn't know that. That's oh, what Blockbuster that's strange. is. Yeah. I, I only learned it... I don't think I even knew it when Blockbuster Video was a thing, but somewhere along the line, I learned that, yeah, they, that's what it means. It's when it busts a block, when it goes around a so corner. movies aren't Blockbusters anymore, because... No. You, know, no. you don't have to are. wait outside at the... We well, are. We are, but... Yeah. Not um, at the multiplex. I'm not sure, but I think the movie that coined the term was Birth of a Nation. I think. Wow. Uh, yeah. Speaking of well. speaking of which, we're showing Black Klansman right, right now. Right now. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you, might, you might hear in the background just a little bit of Spike Lee, Black Klansman in the background. <laughs> but no, we for sure 
still well the movie still attracts a lot of people which i find amazing after since 1975 people are still willing to line up on halloween to come and see this it's crazy well year round actually not just yeah. halloween i mean the past few months we've had pretty impressive crowds Last month was I think two hundred. That's or crazy. Just really, two hundred, and it, wow. was, yeah, it was shocking. But I'm always more shocked by the fact that we have people repeatedly coming to see us. Yes, like, oh, that's nice. I can understand, yeah. you know, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I would go every Halloween if I wasn't part of this. But it's the people, like our regulars, that we yeah. see month after month. You have like a fan club. We do, and they catch on to the jokes that we make specifically here at the Mayfair, and they yell them out as well, and it's. It's it is kind of <laughs> you guys need merch. Humbling. You need like trading cards and like oh yeah absolutely <laughs> like, like Pokemon watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see that is what I like most about and I'm only familiar with you guys as a shadow cast so I don't know if all these other shadow casts do this as well but I admit when I was a little kid when I was 14 or 15 saw Rocky for the first time and thought it was spectacular and then I admit when I saw it a few more times it was that weird mix of cult yet everybody was following the exact rule. Yes. And I kind of got a little bored with it. But what I like about the shadow cast is it's topical. You'll put in topical jokes. Yeah. Be, that, yes. You keep it fresh. Of course. And there's always some type of mishap that's going to happen on stage as well. So right. <laughs> it's, sometimes the audience really does get us going as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of, there's sometimes a bit of improv thrown in. So we do keep it rather fresh. But it's it's very good. It's very and it's fun to sometimes come across people that don't really follow the rules themselves and kind of create their own little rituals at Rocky, and it's it's amazing. Cause yeah, I remember maybe when I was in high school or junior high, maybe it came out on VHS, and I remember being controversial. Because, it was because people were like, "You can't watch Rocky Horror at home." That's yeah, like, yeah. And you know, we're all cinema fans, so we like seeing movies on the big screen. But yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it sold crazy well and it probably kind of helps also having a copy of the movie especially if you're like a rocky fanatic i mean you get to learn the timing for all the callbacks for all the props and like it helps but yeah. i do i did read up that it was a controversial <laughs> thing when the uh, vhs originally came out but it's still in theaters it's still happening yeah and because every and i'm sure every year there's another 14 year old seeing it for the first time oh, yes and my i admit my biggest pet peeve on halloween night is when you guys do the, all the virgins come up, and if we have 300 people, 275 people get in line. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> guys, can't we just follow the rule and be nice? But it's just everybody wants to participate, which is yes. understandable. But, but then you're like, well, this is going to take half an hour. <laughs> which is always something that... And I mean, you use the crop. For me, you know, after the hundredth ass ah. that gets spanked, I'm like shaking out my hand. It's, it's, and it's always really surprising to see the amount of people that are willing to line up for that. And they wait in line to basically, well, I won't go into what exactly right, we yeah. do. But, <laughs> yeah, don't um, ruin the surprise. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's outrageous. And people do cheat. People oh, do. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'll see people that I'm like, you've been here before. Oh. <laughs> yes. and, and, Start having something different. We should have a spray bottle should... for the people. You know Just what? Like... Actually, I agree with <laughs> yeah. you. If we know that they've done it, they don't no. get the virgin ceremony. They get no. the cheater's ceremony. <laughs> and it's hard to scold yeah. people, but it's almost... Because you want to be in the moment, in character, having fun. But of being like, if everyone gets in line... Well, the thing is... We're going to be late. You well, know? And that's <laughs> just the thing. It's fun to like partake in it and be in character and really jive with the audience. 
But we're timed when we have two other shows on the go right after. I mean, you yeah. need to get people <laughs> in and out, and it's a lot of people to get in and out. Nonetheless, a lot of fun. It's all yeah. the spirit of it. And so I think since we last talked, just a couple times on Facebook, you've popped up and been like, oh my god, because I think you've made some friends with yes. Rocky Horror royalty yes. let me well, your best me. friends with i am apparently now best friends with the one and only patricia quinn whom originally played magenta both on stage and in the movie as well as the iconic lips in science fiction as well as on the poster are hers in the movie the song is dubbed well sung should i say by uh, richard o'brien who plays riffraff and is the creator of uh, the show but the lips were Patricia Quinn's. So, needless to say, she's uh, an amazing amazing actress and singer and performer, and she's promoted our show a few times, which is absolutely outrageous. I'm more than honored. More the, than honored. The internet can be a horrible place, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's always, it's geek stuff at its best like that that I really like, where like I've become now friendly with a bunch of kind of Twitter and Facebook nerds who have podcasts or who are you know actors or like that and it's just those times when when mark hamill likes your tweet or where kevin smith has a movie screening here or edgar wright and they retweet something or say something and, it, and it's a simple little thing for them it's a second but back before that you couldn't really do that it would be like edgar would have written a letter and said mm. you know, or something well it's acknowledgement i guess right yeah and it's very touching i freaked out the, yeah. the day I realized my god Patricia Quinn has read my post how crazy but it's wonderful it's super touching and it's really great that these icons are willing to reach out to their fans and are willing to really get I guess involved to some extent but it's I think it's absolutely heartwarming I think it's wonderful yeah because you hear about some whether it be an athlete or an actor or something who get to a point and they're like no I'm not autographing that no I'm not they just mm. get tired of it I think Bruce Willis has been guilty that last couple of years. <laughs> You've heard stories of him being rude to fans or whatever. So it's so nice to hear. They say, be careful meeting your heroes. I've been very lucky meeting all my favorite comic writers and stuff like that. I've been very lucky. And so I was glad to hear when you guys went on your big trek to meet the Rocky Horror guys a while yeah. back that there was no horrible stories. Of no. Fighting. It was absolutely amazing. We... Oh, you weren't there. I wasn't you there. You poor, oh, poor thing. I was in Colombia, so... Well, know, how nice. <laughs> um, but no, it was... They were all super sweet, and I mean, I, I find it amazing. They've been doing these conventions and meeting these obsessed fans for more than 40 years now, and they, they take it so well, and they answer the questions so professionally and happily and are willing to shake hands, and it's crazy. I would have lost patience... Ages yeah, <laughs> I would have not been able to. But. Well, especially poor old Tim Curry. I was so glad to hear that he is well and interacting with yeah. the fans because I wasn't yeah. quite sure how if he was communicative. Like. Yes, and he was pretty sharp. Like I was expecting to see him in almost a comatose yeah, state, yeah, yeah. but he was like like his speech was pretty. He yeah. was yeah, and he he could answer questions like right off the bat. He didn't there was. Because I, he's had a couple strokes, right? And if sometimes that makes one's speech lag a little or what have you. But he was right on it, and his handshake was probably one of the most solid handshakes I've ever had. And it was absolutely mind-blowing to see him. But And he's been working a little That's more That's what I recently. thought, yeah. Really? Yeah. He, um, I, 
I don't know if it's a recent thing, but it was brought to my attention that him and Alan Cumming did recorded an audiobook of uh, oh, nice. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, cool. Which, like, I'm pretty sure that's new, yeah. Which, I mean, mind-blowing. And, and I think he also did a documentary about, or he's in, it's in the making of uh, his time playing Pennywise and It, which he's never really spoken of, so that's also really interesting. I think it's harder for him to you know, perform, yes. but for doing voiceovers or audiobooks or stuff like that. And he's had, like, a tremendous amount of his career has been voice work. He's done so many cartoons, mm -hmm. and he's sang so much as well, and he's, yeah, he's out there. It's good. It's great. I watched Muppet Treasure Island yeah. between then and now, possibly here at the Mayfair, off the record. But um, <laughs> it made me realize there's actually very few Tim Curry movie musicals. Like, he, he's so associated with with song music. yes but it's it's muppets and rocky horror right like oh and fern gully there yes i i'm i hear more there probably are i'm not sure because like cluey doesn't sing home alone he doesn't sing no although he does have he did release a couple of records right after rocky and he is a very well-known broadway actor he, yes i think one i'm not sure but i think he won a tony for his performance in amadeus and he was also in the Python one. Yeah, Spamalot. Spamalot. Yes. And I think that might have been one of his last things. Big where, thing. Yeah. Where he was doing that, like, Broadway style. So I don't know how long he did it for, but that's when it was... I saw that show on the road here in town, and it was the, the traveling cast, mm -hmm. but the initial Broadway cast, I know it was him, Tim Curry. Maybe it was, like, Hank Azaria. It was a bunch of other cool comedians and stuff. Now, strangely, they're doing that... This is weird. So... That was a Broadway show based on a movie. Mm. Now they're doing a movie based on that Broadway show. Well, they, it's the so, same thing with Hairspray. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, in which... Uh, and they did it with Crybaby as well. Oh, yeah. 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 It's interesting how that works. And it's, yeah. um, it's really funny because a lot of the folk that I talk to are theater people and love musicals, and they have no idea that Hairspray yeah. was a movie. <laughs> yeah, and that's then funny. You they, think it would, it would start as a... Broadway thing and then become the movie. And, but, yeah, yeah, it's they should do a Pink Flamingos Broadway show. <laughs> no, I, I 100% agree, and I've heard John Waters say that it should be an opera, and I think that that would be yes even better. Yeah, like oh my god. One of my greatest heartbreaks is that it's so hard to make a movie, mm. and, you, and you see big filmmakers who go years between movies, and it's impossible. And that poor John Waters hit a wall at one point and just went, and it's been a decade. I don't know. It's been quite some time before. Yeah. He's been very busy where he's writing books or doing live shows or doing, you know, producing the Broadway shows. But, oh, we've just been robbed of four or five John Waters movies. Oh, we certainly yeah. have. And it's really funny because I heard him say at some point that he has made more money with signing up Hairspray for Broadway. In which yeah. he hasn't done too, too much. I mean, right. he kind of just, here are the rights, here's the yeah. story. Then he has... In the rest of, for the entirety of his career, including his books and his shows. And I find that kind of appalling. I mean, he's, oh, I love his work is absolutely <laughs> wonderful. But you, that's what we're going to do when, once Disney uh, takes <laughs> over. Takes we're going to, we're going to, if, yeah, if, hopefully if. We're going to be knocking on John Waters' door. Yeah. It's going to be great. That'd be a nice silver lining. <laughs> we're gonna do. We're gonna do shadow cast for some John Waters. Pink stuff. flamingos. Oh, pink female. Flamingo. Female trouble is my favorite. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> We'd have to do multiple maniacs though at some point. Yeah. And get a puppet operated lobster. Oh yeah. 
Oh, well, yeah. he's on our... Oh, that'd be great. Oh, <laughs> that would be pretty darn good. He's on our gold star wish list. Oh, for sure. To come and do one of his shows, and I don't know... Yeah. I think that I think like it was in... Lee talked to somebody, but it was bonkers. Like oh, it, it would have been like $100 tickets or something. Oh, you know? for sure. And because yeah, I guess... But it's so weird. I guess maybe he does venues that are 1,000 seats or something. So to do a 325 seat would just... No, oh, but... Oh, it'd be so cool. It'd, it'd be, so, be cool. so good. And he would fit right on in at the Mayfair. Yeah, so well. that's true. Yeah. The, the so dream well. would be is if he was recording a live show Oh yeah. where that was it. He was here to record that, so that was the thing. And we let him do that. That would be some kind of nice compromise where, where you, you're not making enough money for you for this show, but you're recording it anyhow, and it looks nice and everything. And, for sure. Uh, well, when he gets desperate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, we're going to run out of time. We're going to quickly mention, in case you're listening to this in a timely manner, the movie screening on the 12th to the 18th of October. We have a million movies screening this week because you have a bunch of rentals and things. So I'll just kind of quickly go through them and you can look on mayfairtheater.ca if you want more information. Everybody feel free to chime in if you have anything to say about any of these. But we have The Children Act, 1945, and Black Klansmen, all back for encores. In the Ottawa premiere of, how's it pronounced? Matangi Maya MIA, which is the MIA documentary about the musician. I'm not up to the date on music, but I think she's kind of been away the last couple of years. But I remember a couple of years ago, she had a couple of songs that were enormous. So this is a documentary about her. For our Halloween month, we have the Ottawa premiere of Knuckleball, which is a Canadian with, yeah, Michael Ironside. And it's kind of like a Home Alone yeah. horror film. Home Invasion it looks, movie. Uh, it looks cool. very cool. And it's getting some good reviews, and it's always nice to kind of showcase a Canadian film. Oh, then another encore, we have Mandy returning, which counts as a Halloween month movie now mm-hmm. as well, which is, you know, you got to see this on the big screen. Oh, <laughs> it. It Everyone keeps telling me. Yeah, I knew it was going to be trippy, and then it was, you know, very trippy. And it's like, without spoiling too much, the first, I don't know exactly, but the first half is a slow-paced, weird, 70s cult film. Like, not cult classic but about a cult and then there's just this snap and the second half is a crazy Nicholas Cage crazy <laughs> Army of Darkness-esque Nick Cage yeah. chainsaw holy but it's gosh like, I honestly think this is Nick Cage's entire oh, yeah. career has been building towards yeah. this performance and like, you're not laughing. He's really good in the movie very oh good my God. but People you, f- you kind of do laugh at parts yeah. because it's it like walks the line between this like really incredible emotional moment and then like he goes into the bathroom, right? About halfway through the movie. I like that scene. And it's just, it's it goes in between him like crying and screaming Nick yeah. Cage style. And so you laugh and people in the theater are laughing kind of nervously. And then it dies off because, you know, he starts crying again and it gets so emotional again. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, it walks that line perfectly. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, think, I think it was an unironic applause at the end. Yes. And yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a weird one, but it's one of those ones that I think if you watch it at home at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it's not going to hit you the same as watching it in a dark theater with 150 people, hopefully. So a fun one for sure. And and I think there's another weird Nick Cage movie circling that's getting good reviews as well. So maybe we'll be able to get that quickly afterwards. Well, it's got a movie coming out like every year now. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's the problem is his batting average is so bad, but he does 10 movies a year. And like three are good, and you're like, oh, only three out of seven, three out of ten. But <laughs> then we have, in honor of, this is funny, Lee emailed me a month ago and was like, 
should we play Big Lebowski on October 17th? And Lee and I are both squares. We don't do anything. And I kind of sighed and was like, yeah, we have to play Big Lebowski on October <laughs> 17th. For folks who are listening out of town, you've probably heard anyhow, but October 17th is the, I don't know what the official title is, the Cannabis Legalization uh, Across Country Day. Legalization like, Day. Yeah. So Because it's not 420, obviously. Yeah. They should have done it on April 20th. <laughs> that makes sense. So yeah, so that we're showing Big Lebowski. It's a collective arts smoke shack movie night, so there'll be alcohol and some kind of special food item here as well. And I have a feeling, you know, you can't smoke in the theater, but I, I have a feeling say, a lot of people will be doing that before coming to the theater. So You want to be careful what you call smoke shack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think people are going to behave themselves, but I'm just like, we're asking for fine. it. You know, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be, yeah. And we have a bunch of rentals, so go check out online for that. But we have like 11 events this week, movies and events this week. And then the rest of the month we have some more cool horror stuff. Of course, Rocky Horror, Exorcist and the Shining Double Bill, a really creepy kid movie called Hollow Child. Which looks terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I love the posters up in in the lobby, (laughs) and it's Ghostbusters and Big Lebowski and and the the Whitney Houston documentary, and then this terrifying (laughs) black-eyed child with blood on her, and you're just like... And I'm like, oh, you know, kids coming to the Saturday morning cartoons are just like scarred for life. <laughs> it looks like the Mo- it's like the Mona Lisa, like the eyes. Falling yeah, you're falling around. Uh, so yeah, so for more updates, check MayfairTheater.ca. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Go visit our friends at House of Targ. They'll be having some Halloween fun stuff as well. Yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you for having us. Best of luck with the. Marathon. I'm sure it'll be awesome. Oh my. Well, we'll see you on the other side. Get plenty yes. of rest. Maybe we'll do another podcast on the other side. And see. Yes, you guys can join us at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear like the boop, boop in the background. I don't know if Cass is going to be that blocky, but. Probably not. No. <laughs> Maybe okay. this is the year. Okay, happy Halloween, everybody, and we'll see you soon at the Mayfair. See you later. The heyday of hairdos and hair don'ts. We shall overcome someday. Not with that hair, you won't. Heartthrobs and hefty girls. Mama, welcome to the 60s. Hot dates and hip talkers. No matter what you've heard, we are going to teach the white children how to do the best. And one magic potion that holds it all together. They told me it's special just because of my hair. The times, they're changing. Something's blowing in the wind. Let's get naked and smoke. You got something against Connie Francis? White trash, plain and simple. Touching my diet pills with your hun. Oh, mother, you're still 50. Starring Sonny Bono, Ruth Brown, Devine, Michael St. Gerard, Debbie Harry, Ricky Lake, Jerry Stiller, and Sean Thompson. It's 
new comedy from John Waters. It's way beyond Greece. Hairspray. <laughs> 